three parikets said, O mother, Narda then exclaimed, Ah, this is very auspicious. This is very auspicious. He then rose from his seat and traveled through outer space to Kimpurusha Varsha. There, he saw Hanuman devoutly worshipping the deity of Lord Ramachandra with wonderful offerings taken from the forest as if the Lord were directly present before him. Hearing the nectarian story of the Ramayana sung by Gandharvas and other celestial singers, Hanuman became full of bliss. He trembled and shed tears. The hairs on his body stood erect. Hanuman was himself reciting many wonderful and splendid prayers in prose and verse, and he was also falling down like a stick to offer respectful obeisances to his Lord. Narada then jubilantly called out, O Lord of the Raghavas, all glories to you. O husband of Sita, all glories to you. O elder brother of Lakshman, all glories to you. Hanuman became filled with joy to hear the chanting of the holy names of his worshipable Lord. He at once jumped into the sky and embraced Narada, placing his arms around his neck. As he stood in the sky, Narada Muni jubilantly danced, moving his feet to and fro, and at the same time wiped away the stream of Hanuman's tears of ecstatic love with his hands. Filled with ecstatic love, Narada loudly said, O oh, noble sir, you are very dear to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. By seeing you, I have now also become very dear to him. Sri Parikat said, Within a moment, Hanuman composed himself and then respectfully bowed down before Devarshi Narada. Then he took Narada to the temple where he could bow down before Lord Ramachandra, the hero of the Raghu dynasty. Narada Muni bowed down before the deity and then sat in a seat carefully arranged by Hanuman. Narada, wealthy with the wonderful opulence of pure devotional love, sounded his vena and said, you are in truth the object of the incomparable great mercy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. You are always plunged in the very wonderful nectar ocean of pure devotional service to the Lord. You are the Lord's servant, friend, chariot, sitting place, flag, parasol, awning, fan, poet to offer prayers, counselor, military commander, and most helpful assistant. You always chant the Lord's transcendental glories. You have offered yourself to Lord Ramachandra without any reservation. You are the object of his great mercy. The narration of his glories is your life and soul. You bring great transcendental bliss to the devotees who have taken shelter of him. You are eternally more glorious than Garuda and all the other devotees of the Lord. 
Because you are a pure devotee, and because you do not consider anything better than the happiness of pure devotional service, you spoke to the Supreme Lord the following words, which bring great happiness to the devotees. O Lord, you are the master, and I am your servant. I do not desire any liberation from the bonds of repeated birth and death that will also break our relationship. Sri Parikit said, For Hanuman, hearing this description of the great mercy of the Lord's lotus feet, became a spark that ignited a great fire of pain of separation from the Lord. Hanuman lamented and cried. Narada Muni comforted him. Hanuman then said, I am very unhappy because I no longer have the lotus feet of Lord Ramachandra. O best of the sages, why do you make me cry by reminding me of his cruelty to me? If I am his servant, then why did he abandon me when he took Sugriva, the residents of Ayodhya, and many other dear devotees to his side? Because you are very affectionate to me, you think that because I had the good fortune to serve the Supreme Lord directly, therefore he is merciful to me. Now, the supremely opulent and powerful Lord has descended to Mathura city, where he gives his mercy to the great Pandavas. The mercy he gives to me cannot be compared to even the smallest fragment of that mercy. It is like a pebble compared to Mount Sumeru. By sending them so many troubles since their early childhood, the Lord has shown to the world their patience, adherence to religious principles, fame, transcendental knowledge, pure devotion, and spiritual love for the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Supreme Personality of Godhead became their chariot driver, companion, servant, counselor, messenger, guard, and follower. The Lord even offered prayers to them and bowed down before them. The Supreme Lord is overcome with love for them. What will he not do for them? He has become their servant, friend, and most affectionate well-wisher. Because the Lord always resides with them, their capital has become like a sacred forest where great sages perform austerities. Residence in their capital now brings the results of all austerities. Sri Parikat said, As Sri Narada heard these words, he yearned to reside eternally in Dwarka and always stay by the lotus feet of Lord Krishna. Narada loudly shouted, rose again and again into the sky, and danced with great joy in his heart. Hanuman became blissful by seeing Narada dance. His heart plunged in the nectar of the Pandavas story. Hanuman again and again described their glories. Sri Hanuman said, The host of calamities that befell the Pandavas were very auspicious for them. These calamities made Lord Krishna anxious for the safety of the Pandavas and at once brought Lord Krishna into their company. Oh, Pandavas, you have become overpowered by love and no longer know how to do what is right. You have made my Lord into your messenger and chariot driver. Oh, Pandavas, you must know a very powerful magic spell or possess a very powerful potion to bring others under your control. O oh, Mother, 
O celebrated wife of Abhimanyu. After speaking these words, Hanuman began to jump again and again. For a long time he danced with Narada Muni. Then he said, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, O Lord, overwhelmed with love for your devotees, O Lord, whose transcendental activities attract your devotees' hearts, this is the way you act. It is my great good fortune that in the middle of the sons of Kunti is my dear younger brother, Bhimasena. Out of kindness and friendship, the Lord gave his own sister in marriage to Arjuna, who carries a flag whose insignia is a likeness of me. Without the transcendental mercy of they who are very dear to the Lord, the loving service of the Lord's servants will not be successful. That service will not bear any good fruit. O oh, best of the devotees, O oh, most dear, favored of the Lord, let us go there to see them. The transcendental opulence, sweetness, and wonder that is very difficult for Brahma, Shiva, and all the other demigods to understand, that increases the love of the devotees, and that had not been revealed when the Lord appeared in Ayodhya, is now displayed in Mathura and Dwarka. Sri Narada said, This sweetness and opulence is not manifest even in Vaikuntha, what to speak of Ayodhya? Rise, rise, O oh friend, let us go there quickly. At that moment, Hanuman became as grave as the ocean. He reflected within himself for a moment, sighed, bowed down, and said to Narada, It is right for us to go and see and serve the most dear devotees of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The sweetness of great mercy the Lord displays now is greater and more profound than what he had shown in the past. The supremely charming and wonderful waves of the Lord's present transcendental pastimes have bewildered even the most learned and intelligent of sages. Even Brahma, the father of you and your exalted brothers, the grandfather of all the worlds, and the original teacher of the Vedas, is bewildered by these pastimes. If even he becomes bewildered, then what can be said about an unintelligent monkey like myself? You can easily understand the Lord's activities, but I fear I will commit an offense. The Lord's wonderful transcendental pastimes increase the love and devotion of the devotees. These pastimes are the final destination of they who repose all their love in the Lord alone and in no one else. I pray that for Lord Ramachandra, whose heart is naturally soft, with sincere compassion, who is honest and righteous, who has taken a vow to accept only one wife, whose face and eyes are always bowed down with great humility and shyness, whose good character delights the world, who is monarch of Ayodhya city, who is the greatest of all kings, who is served by Sita and Lakshman, who is the elder brother of Bharata, who is the dear friend of Sugriva, who is the ruler of the monkeys, who is the shelter of Vibhishana, who holds a bow in his hand, who is the son of Dasarath and Kaushalya, and who is a great king of the Ragu dynasty. May my devotional love always increase. I shall simply stay here, 
gaze at the deity form of Lord Ram and drink the nectar of his pastimes. When Lord Krishna, out of his great mercy, may call me to give me the great transcendental happiness of the opportunity to serve him, will he, out of love for me, show me the form of Lord Ram, which is more dear to me than life? When the Lord reveals himself as Ramachandra, I shall go to him at once. Now you please go to the Pandavas, and in their palace see the Supreme Brahman, whose transcendental form is like that of a human being, who is full of transcendental bliss, who is very charming, and who is a great jewel mine of the sweetness of wonderful transcendental pastimes. Don't become an offender thinking, we are celibate brahmacharis, and they are only household kshatriyas ruling a kingdom. By serving the lotus feet of Lord Krishna, they have become freed from all desire for material sense gratification. Their lotus feet are worshipped by the leaders of the swan-like devotees. The eldest Pandava, with the pleasure of the Supreme Personality of Godhead as his only motive, now rules the kingdom. He is the master of a great variety of royal opulences, rare even among demigods. By amassing great pious credits in the performance of Rajasuya Yagyas, Asvamedhi Yagyas, and other religious rituals, he attained the spiritual world of Vishnu Loka. Even within this material realm, he became king of the entire earth. His pure fame is spread throughout the three worlds. His faultless royal opulences, envied by even the demigods, and granted to him by the mercy of Lord Krishna, he has offered back to Lord Krishna. These opulences were never able to actually please the king. His heart is on fire with pure love for Lord Krishna. He is like a man burning with hunger, who cannot be pleased by sweet-scented flower garlands, sandalwood, or perfume. Ah, what more shall I say? Srimati Draupadi is his exalted queen. Sri Bhimasena, Sri Arjuna, and his other brothers are all as noble and exalted as he. They are not dear to him because of their bodily relation. They are not dear to him as assistants in the quest for material piety, wealth, sense gratification, or even liberation. They are dear to him because they love the lotus feet of Lord Krishna. I am a monkey. How can I describe their great glories? O oh Lord, you know how great they are. 